0: Elementary in Bonnie Lake, Washington. I'm Bella and this is Layla, Dylan, Marlo, Sloan, Olivia,
1: Logan, and I'm Sydney.
2: Our school mascot is a trailblazer.
1: As trailblazers, we are supposed to make the world a better place, even when it's hard.
3: How do we believe the trail make this world better?
1: Our goal is to spark hope and inspire our community to see the light in everything so when things get hard
0: why not smile
1: well it's time for
3: science behind smiling milo can you tell us some stuff behind smiling sure bella did you know that there are 43 muscles in your face and you need to use all of them to frown but it only takes 11 to smile so technically it is harder to frown than to smile which i hope is an inspiration to smile more this fun fact can be found at www.theactivetimes.com.
4: Thanks, Marlo, for the interesting fact of the day. For today's podcast, we have our two school secretaries, Miss Young and Miss Kay. Miss Young registers new students to our school as well as keeping track of students when they leave. She also keeps track of when students are absent. Miss Young is the one responsible for finding the perfect time for our watchdogs to be able to come to our school. And Miss Kay takes care of Ms. Miller's and Ms. Kelly's schedules. She also helps plan and print out information for a variety of different activities, like field trips. Thank you for joining us on our podcast.
0: One question we are going to ask all our guests is what makes you smile? Mrs. Young, do you want to go first? I'd love to. Thank you. I think um,
5: there's a few things that make me smile. Isn't smiling the best? Yeah, um, I think I think that what makes me smile the most though is seeing other people smile. It's it's my favorite, and that's been a hard part for me with wearing the mask. But what I've found through that is is that you can look at people's eyes and see that they're smiling, and it's it's really cool, it's interesting, and it makes me light up when I see that, and I love being able to share that. I mean, Probably one of my favorite things to give people every day is a smile. Um, but I also love um, making things that make me smile. Also, are um, like great memories, thinking about really cool stuff that happened in the past, um, and just positive thoughts, just thinking positive makes me smile.
2: Mrs. K, how about you? Hi, um,
6: I would have to say right now I have not stopped smiling since I got on the zoom. So this and you make me smile right now. I, I, I have not stopped smiling. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I have not stopped smiling since I saw your faces on the zoom. So, um, you guys make me smile right now. Um, I love what Mrs. Young said, um, because it's true, um, a smile doesn't cost anything and it can, it can be priceless to whoever receives it. So um, I think smiles are huge. The things that make me smile in my own life are my two sons and I have a granddaughter and um, you know, just some of my favorite things like, um, like Mrs. Young said, remembering good times. I love sunshine on a lake in a boat. Um, And so I like, I like, things. And one really weird thing about me, if I'm at a parade when the drums go by, I always smile. I love drum lines.
2: <laughs> Is there anything you both would want us to know about yourself? It could be something like small, like your favorite color, or something like why you decide to do the job you do now. Um, Mrs. Young, would you like to tell us about that?
5: I'm sure, okay. um, I I think you guys, most of you know that I have um, two kids. I have a son that graduated from high school last year and a daughter in eighth grade. That's my, my, probably my and joy. Those are the most important things in my life besides my husband. Um, let's see. Um, when I'm not in school, um, I love to yeah. cook. I love to walk and hike and be with my family. Um, I also have a really adorable Scotty dog that I like to hang with. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a Scotty dog is or if you've seen them, but they're adorable. And if you don't know what they are, look them up. Um, that's, that's pretty much all you need to know about me. <laughs> mm, what about you, Miss Kay?
2: Um, well, There's probably
6: lots of things to know about me because I'm much older than Mrs. Young. So that's one thing in case you weren't sure about that. Uh, (laughs) But um, I have um, been married for almost 38 years and my husband um, is a farmer basically and we own a Christmas tree farm. So that's kind of a fun fact. And he also... Um, has always had bees honeybees since he was young. So when we were first married, we had a hundred honey Honey beehives and we moved them around and um, so now we don't have like that We have plenty and we still harvest honey. So that's one fun fact. You might not know about me, but um, Yeah, I live in Puyallup. I don't live in Bonnie Lake um, that might be surprising to some people um, but i worked in Bonnie Lake for 10 years.
1: Mrs. K, I know you were at Bonnie Lake Elementary because I went to school there, and I was wondering what made you want to be a secretary at Tully Heights Elementary?
6: I know that you went to school there. I watched you grow up. Um, I loved Bonnie Lake Elementary and all the people at Bonnie Lake Elementary, and um, I think the best reason to describe why I wanted to come to to Holly Heights was um, that Mrs. Miller was coming. And um, it's kind of like a team. When you have somebody that you uh, are good with on a team, um, kind of like a quarterback and a receiver, when you work really well together, you really can't imagine yourself not on that team. And I knew that she would um, have really cool things happening at this new school. And I didn't want to miss that. And so that's why I came to Holly Heights. And I have never been sorry. Never. I miss a lot of people at Bonnie Lake, though. But I have never been sorry that I came.
1: Um, and what made you want to work at Holly Heights Elementary, Mrs. Young?
5: Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to work at Texas with elementary with Mrs. Nelson and Mrs. Cedric. And um, I loved it there, too. Like uh, Mrs. Cedric said, I absolutely love working there. And I loved my school family, all the staff and the students there. But um, I had heard about a new school opening, and I knew that some of the most amazing teachers I knew were applying and coming over to St. Holly Heights. And I was like, huh. That kind of piqued my interest and then I found out Mrs. Miller was going to be the principal and of course she's a legend in our district. so I was like hmm sign me up so I I put my application and once I interviewed and I met Mrs. K I was like okay that's where I need to be (laughs) like we just instantly and you guys probably see it when you come in we're just always trying to have fun and um, we just get along so well and so I'm just really blessed Um, Basically, I just feel like I was meant to be here, you guys, and like all of you. Um, and so yeah, I just knew that it was gonna be an amazing school. An amazing culture. So that's why I'm here.
1: So um another question we had is what is your favorite thing about our school? Mrs. M., would you like to start us off?
5: Uh besides like everything means <laughs> I love our school. I I think probably the culture, um knowing that the core values of our school um are so important to me personally too like kindness and integrity um everyone has that giving heart and it makes you want to be a better person um every day like somebody on our staff or one of our students or family members like blow me away with just amazing things that, that are being done in the building. so i just
6: that's probably my favorite thing, the culture. <laughs> how about you, Mrs. K? Well, I'm a, like Mrs. Young. I agree, everything. Um, you know, when you watch something from from nothing turn into something, it's so exciting, and you feel like you've been a part of it from the very big beginning of planning. And that's how I feel. So then you then you almost feel like it's yours, like. It's so special that it's yours. And so that makes everything about To Holly Heights so exciting because um, I was part of the planning team. And then now to, the culture is fabulous and the, the staff and the families um, have just kind of made it so complete. Um, I love the architecture uh, that is so unique that makes kids wonder. Um, I love hearing kids in the hallways talking about you know the open ceiling and the the pipes that you can see and the wall that's exposed and things that make you wonder and so i love how it's designed and um and i love who's in it so yeah pretty much everything
3: so i so most people know there's a lot of stuff that's hard about virtual learning But I wanted to know, and I bet all of us want to know, what's hard about virtual learning for you? Go ahead and start us off, Mrs. K.
6: Well, one of the hardest things for virtual learning for me is I'm not in Zooms every day with kids. So could be why I'm smiling like crazy right now, because um, I don't get to see kids. That's the hardest part. A school doesn't feel like a school when there's no kids and so um, for me, the hardest part is not having the kids here and um, not not hearing their voices, hearing their uh, laughter, seeing their artwork up on the walls, um, getting to interact with the kids. So that's the
5: hardest part for me.
3: Mrs. Young, would you like to go next? Yes.
5: Um, I would agree with mrs K. I think not seeing you guys every day is really hard and that's the reason we work at a school we want to be around students and and we want to love our work family and so that's tough. that's been tough but i think you know honestly at the beginning my the toughest part the frustration for me was um speaking and hearing from families about how hard it was to get the hang of the technology i mean you guys Know this stuff because you're in school and you're technolog- well, technologically sound. Like you guys do this every day, um, and so that was tough. That was tough to get through, but I love that we all did, and and how amazing we're doing at it now. So I think the yeah the first when we first started the the technology was frustrating, but pretty impressed with how far we've all come. So
0: our next question is. What's the hardest part about your job besides not seeing us kids every day now? Uh, Ms. K, would you like to start us off? Hardest
6: part about this job. Um, There were lots of things when I started the job that seemed really, really hard that aren't as hard anymore. So let me just encourage you that sometimes when things are hard in the beginning, they aren't hard after a little while. So there's lots of things that I would have answered before. Um, But I think the hardest thing maybe um, about this job is just um, making sure that you treat everybody um, as kind as possible. And that's just kind of sometimes hard when you're really busy or you're um, distracted and interrupted a lot. so that's one of the things I've had to work on the most, is try and be kind and nice and listening and answering people's questions when, um, when it's not the best time. That's my hardest thing.
4: Thank you both. You're a spark of hope and joy. You two are amazing guests.
1: This month's character trait is courage. A few of our leadership crew members have some experience with showing courage and want to share their experience
3: with you. Marlo, can you start us off, please? Yes, I can. So, a lot of people know that being brave can be kind of hard. But I would like to share a story of how I had to be brave. So, one time I was at church and I had about two or three of my friends with me because we literally we had like about I'd say 10 kids in our group. And there was only four of us. And we had to go on stage in front of all the adults and sing three different songs that we've practiced for about two weeks. So at first I was nervous. But then once I got the hang of it, I started after like about the first song, I got the hang of it, started to get used to it. And boom, I just sang my heart out. And if you're going to ask me, that's something that I'm proud of. And that's being brave.
2: I agree with you, Marlo. Um, One time when I had to be brave, I had to uh, say a long verse with my brother at my church service. And it was on Christmas Eve service. And that means like there's going to be a bunch of people there. But my mom basically told everyone that we would do it before we even said yes. So we kind of had to do it. And I was really scared and nervous that I was going to like mess up on a word or something because I don't really like reading out loud. But I did it anyway. And even though sometimes it seemed really, really scary, it all turns out at the end. So you just have to have courage.
0: Those are great stories, guys, they're very inspirational. One time I had to be brave is when I had to go to the hospital get some tests done for my allergies. And since I was only like seven or eight years old, I was terrified. Fortunately, my mom, brother, and dad were there to support me, and my mom and brother went down and got some stuff to get my mind off of the tests. But I knew that I had to do, and it would help me uh, someday in the future. So all in all, even when you have to do something that seems scary, you have to do it anyway because it'll
1: help you one day. Thanks everybody for sharing when you when you showed
2: courage. We challenge all of you to do something big. Be brave. I may it may not you may not know it at the time, but every single one of you has courage and bravery. Trust me. I know it's very scary, but we know you can do it. Email us if you want. You can email us about a time you've been courageous, and we will might share it on uh, your
4: story on our podcast. Inquiring Minds Want to Know. Now, we have some questions from our listeners at home. Let's answer those questions with our next segment, Inquiring Minds Want to Know. Sloan's grandma, Sherry Otley, wants to know what did you do over winter break?
1: All right. So what I did over break
0: was uh, I celebrate Christmas and I got a lot of anime and cosplay stuff because I'm into that stuff. And then we hosted New Year's at my house because no one else wanted to host it anywhere else. So we had really fun. A couple of my friends came over, like older, like middle school friends came over, and we stayed up till like 1 o'clock. So that was really fun.
3: Sydney, that actually sounds fun. I kind of did something the same as that, too. I celebrated Christmas during winter break. I got some really cool gifts. I got this phone. I got an Apple Watch, and I got a whole bunch of other stuff. And for New Year's, I had it at one of my friend's house that lives down in Burmerton because we didn't really want to do it over here, and they invited us to go over there. So me and my mom went over there. And I, they have a f- friend. They have one of my friends over there, and he's like, I don't know. He's way older than me, so we stayed up until like six in the morning.
2: Um, what I did over winter break is I celebrated Christmas, Christmas Eve, my sister's birthday, and also New Year's Eve. And uh, I got a few things on Christmas. But my favorite thing I got was gymnastics mats because now I can be in my garage and do gymnastics. And we went on a little short vacation to bashon Island, but it was really cold. So we, we couldn't really be outside, but it was still fun.
3: Um,
1: For me, I just kind of stayed home with my household. Um, My favorite part about Christmas was definitely getting to see my family's faces when they opened my gift. And it was my puppy's first Christmas, so that was super
5: fun.
0: So what I did over break was
1: we got, actually got a puppy too.
0: And then I celebrated the first Christmas with him. And then three days after, it was my cousin's birthday. So we went over and he actually got, I was really jealous because he got a PS4. But, um, and then we celebrated New Year's.
4: I got to experience my baby brother Beckett's first Christmas ever. It was really cute because obviously he had never experienced before. My grandparents even came down to our house instead of go, instead of how we usually do it, where I go up to their house. I also got to spend a week in Colorado with my dad, so I ended up spending New Year's in Colorado, and that was really cool. I went sledding with
1: my brother, and our dog Theo pulled us on the sled. It was so much fun.
0: And I got to, uh, I didn't go to New Year's because we were having my grandma and grandpa over, so. Uh, For Christmas, so we got to open presents with our grandma
4: and grandpa on Christmas Day. That was pretty cool. The next question comes from Grace, a fourth grader at Tolly Heights. In their class, they have been talking about courage and coming up with a class mascot that represents courage. Grace wants to know what animal you think represents courage and why. I'll start this
3: question
1: off. Thank you, Olivia. And uh, one animal that I really admire is the eagle, because in fourth grade, we did this thing where we went through a list of personality traits to find out what kind of animal represents us. And I ended up with the eagle. And the eagle represents leadership, being a leader. And I really think that being a leader is a big step of courage, because sometimes people don't always agree with what you believe.
0: I think a cheetah is a courageous animal because they're fast and they can hunt their prey. There's some good animals. I think a dog is courageous because they do so many things. like They hunt, they herd animals, and they guard their owners.
2: Uh, I think a lion is courageous because they are outgoing and they're never scared.
1: Well, it's time to wrap things up for today. Well, thank you for listening this week, and I hope you feel inspired and hopeful for the future. Speaking of the future, one of our guests for next time is one of the reasons we are here today. So please tune in next time to Great Doctor.
2: We're just kidding. We're not telling you. We hope you meet Mel today.
0: Now it's your turn to go out and share your smile.
4: Remember, trailblazers can do hard things. So when times get tough, why not just smile?